0: Namaskaram, everyone. Hope you guys are doing good, and welcome to Aishu's podcast. Okay, like, hey, Namaskaram, everyone. So I'll just wait. For a minute before I bring awesome Aga and Chaka onto the screen. <laughs> almost, almost. And I'm just editing. Editing is over. So Mukulana is just checking it. After that, I'll post it. <laughs> okay. Hey, Demonana. Okay. So I'll bring Akanksha on. I guess a few of you are there. So, Namaskaram, Akka. welcome to the live.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me live. Namaskaram to everyone.
0: So please let us know what we'll be talking about today, Akka. <laughs> for
1: those of you who obviously don't know me, my name is Akanksha. And I am from Canada. And I'm here, unfortunately. Not with all of you in India. But again, I think, Vaishagana, everybody in the world is watching you. So... <laughs> I am a yoga instructor, not through Isha, not, not the Hatha Yoga instructor, unfortunately, hopefully one day, <laughs> but I'm an Ayurvedic lifestyle coach. And so I just wanted to come on today to share about uh, Ayurveda, really, you know, to the world and how Ayurveda can help us heal our body and also help and be a support system really in our spiritual journey as we continue to do the sadhana and spiritual evolve.
0: Before we go, Akash' Instagram ID is on screen. So you can follow her there. And she also has a YouTube channel, which I've linked in the description. You can definitely check that out also. And you have a website, if I'm not wrong. Can you say that
1: also? Yes, it is uh, www.namastilife.ca. CA for Canada, not .com.
0: .ca. Let me just type it out. Is this the one? That is it. Okay, okay, cool. Cool Akka, So b- before we go more into it, could you tell us a bit a bit of context for the audience, like why Ayurveda and how you found Ayurveda? Yeah.
1: If, uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think um I was born in India. Okay, just to be um to give a little background, I it has been 20 years I've not come to India. And mm-hmm. so when I was um when I used to travel to India when I was a little girl, I used to see my grandparents sort of live this sort of very sattvic lifestyle, you know. And then of course, you know, life takes takes over, you grow up and you're so disconnected from everything. And I think Ayurveda came into my life when um, I got pregnant with my son uh, about seven, eight years ago. And um, I think I started just very naturally um, not using toxins in my body or just becoming more conscious and aware of the food and the diet that I'm eating so that I can have a healthy pregnancy and that's truly when my journey started and one thing led to the other then Isha happened then Ayurveda so it it, it just that's just kind of how I gotten into this lifestyle and I think it is a very intuitive science anyway so um, yeah
0: so please declutter Ayurveda for us (laughs) a little bit (laughs) make it easy
1: I'll make it easier right so let's see okay what is Ayurveda okay so Ayu itself means life. Right And Veda is science. So Ayurveda is a science of life, truly. It's a very intuitive science that talks about that if all of us individually with our mind-body constitution, we live in harmony with nature, with the cycles of nature. So for example, even nature has day and night, right? There is full moon, there is new moon, there are seasons through the year. Similarly, our body also has certain cycles, right? So the more we live in harmony with nature, doesn't mean you have to live in nature, but understanding the cycles, right, of the sun, the moon, the day, the night, uh, that is when you are in alignment, right? Now, we all know, in even Sadhguru talks about Panchabhutas, five elements, right? And Buddha Shuddhi is the basic foundation of the yogic uh, fundamentals of cleansing and purifying those five elements. So... The five elements, fire, water, earth, space, and air. These five elements govern the entire cosmos and thereby us as well, right? Now, there are three main doshas according to Ayurveda. Vata, pitta, and kapha. These three doshas are derived by the five elements. So, for example, vata dosha is an element of air and space, right? What does it govern in our body? so it's easy to understand the elements exist but how do they affect our system where does these um, you know elements sit in our function in our functions or in our body so vata dosha is it governs movement air right so air is the qualities of air is light it is uh, dry it is mobile it is fast right it is clear so all of these um, um, movements um, that sit in the body so for example uh, digestion right digestion the flow of breath is air and space the pulsing uh, of our heartbeat is also air right the movement of all the neurons that get fired and the way we can think and talk is air so that is where uh, air and space vata dosha comes in then pitta dosha is element of fire and water so the agni the digestive tract the agni that sits that you know we all know about um, that governs pitta dosha So Pitta Dosha is all about digestion, metabolism, transformation, right? So the food we eat gets transformed in the digestive tract. So that's Pitta Dosha. And Kapha Dosha, it governs, um, it holds everything of our physical also body together. So the cells, the joints, the tendons, the muscles, it's all held together. So it is a structure and it lubricates also. So that's Kapha Dosha. So Ayurveda talks about all these three doshas, how we can bring all these three doshas in balance within our system. All of us have all three different, all the three doshas in different proportions within us. But all of us were born with a specific prakriti type, right? Prakriti means the time of conception. We were born with a specific characteristic, the way we look, the way we, you know, the way we appear, the physical appearance, our character, tendencies, Right? Um, also our genetics. So that's called Prakriti. So you were born with a specific dosha type, right? But as we have aged and as we have continued to live based on lifestyle, stress factors, season, what we eat, diet, exercise, we have gone so far away and that, that is called Vrikriti. So Vrikriti means after, right? Kruti means creation after creation so we've gone so far away how can we bring ourselves back into alignment and how can we bring ourselves back into balance so ayurveda is a science of health and longevity it cures the disease from the root it addresses the root cause of the disease not just cures the symptoms and you know pacifying symptoms right so ayurveda talks about how we can uh, bring ourselves into balance through few ways you can do this through of course food Diet is a big one, it's called Ahar, and Vihar, it's called lifestyle. So Ayurveda offers Dhinacharya routines. So dinacharya means daily routines that you can do to, you know, uh, keep yourself in balance, once you understand your dosha type. And the third one is state of mind, which is, of course, through dhyana, through sadhana, through meditation, through yoga, like all of us are doing anyway. So that's how you bring yourself into balance. So I can go ahead and explain what a vata pitta dosha is and a little bit more about the imbalances and what diseases are cured. If you're, yeah?
0: Yes, yes, sir. please.
1: Okay. So a vata, as I mentioned, is air and space element, right? Now, say for example, if you have um, excess vata in your digestion, right? What happens? There's diarrhea. The result is diarrhea, right? So if you just understand the qualities of the elements, so if there's less... Um, vata in your digestive tract or it's blocked rather, then there is constipation, okay. right. So Ayurveda talks that your gut health is your answer to your optimal healing of your optimal health. So uh, vata dosha's imbalances usually tend to be um, because they're light, airy, quick, as I mentioned the qualities the tendencies are people who have very high prominent vata dosha types, they tend to suffer from fear, anxiety, they're always very nervous, they have sensitivity to cold, um, they have arthritis problem, right? So, um, or they could even have um, a lot of neurological mental uh, disorders because of imbalance in vata. Now, vata dosha types of people usually, the way you can avoid and bring it back into balance is you want to avoid raw too much of raw foods right if okay. you, yeah too much of raw foods too much of cold foods a lot of people you'll see eating salads on the go eating really fast while they're traveling you know if the person right. has a very high vata type this is just aggravating vata system with the more air more air goes within them so you understand air it goes upwards right so what you want to do you want to eat and do things that are slow that are grounding that are warming so you want to have a cooked warm meal not cold salads right uh, you want to do uh, masa, abhyanga with sesame oil sesame oil is very hearty warming oil and abhyanga is one of the very um, important parts of a dinacharya routine for Ayurveda. So it's not just massaging your body, right? Uh, when you, of course, you're massaging your body, you're massaging the joints in the body, the tendons get massaged, and more importantly, abhyanga. What it does is there is something called a lymphatic drainage system in this in, in our body that it needs help. So when you're massaging, you're activating it, and it takes out all the toxins. the system inside the fat inside the cells it's also called ama ama in ayurveda is toxins so a vata type of person can start doing abhyanga sesame oil massages to bring their air and space quality within themselves down
0: how do we get to know whether we are vata or this one is there
1: yes so absolutely so right now online there are a lot of quizzes but i suggest please for people who are interested in understanding ayurveda and want to know your prakriti type your vikruti type please go to an ayurvedic practitioner or a doctor they usually would be able to tell right away from pulse diagnosis they do a pulse examination they will do a tongue analysis everything is just through pulse and tongue analysis mainly of course you know they know right away what is happening in your body again you know air and space is prana Right. So the way the air functions, the agni functions, the earth element functions in the system, just through the pulses, they're able they're able to tell you what your actual prakriti is when you were born and what your current brikriti is and how you can bring it into balance. And they will prescribe you proper diet and lifestyle suggestions and recommendations that you can follow through. Right. And when there is a lot of disease in the body, then they might put you through like a pancha karma, which is like a cleansing and purification of your body. Right. So that's, I would suggest, please go to an Ayurvedic proper trained doctor and get uh, yourself, uh, you know, checked that way. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, so that's just just a Vata person, right? I don't want to get too detailed. It's too overwhelming. Otherwise. For a pitta type of a person you would usually notice the person is a, kind of like a type a personality very organized you know they, they are good speakers they have good leadership qualities the qualities of pitta is very sharp intellect direct right um intense and so these are qualities of a pitta type person um now when they are imbalanced when you have too much agony and fire in your system you would usually tend to see the person getting very irritated, very angry, uh, lack of patience, frustration. Right, That's the imbalances in the mind that starts in emotions that starts showing up. But in the physical body, the fire element, when it's imbalanced, it shows up as um, you can see inflammation in the skin. So you're, uh, you'll have acne, for example, inflammation of any sort of skin area, right? Liver issues, kidney issues, heartburn, index because they're always eating hot and spicy foods. Hot and spicy foods causes (laughs) 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 away from hot, spicy, pungent type of foods, right? Um, So uh, yeah, they also have this tendency of being very compulsive. They're like very, perfectionist. They become OCD. So all of these things are kind of like a pitta, uh, you know, imbalance or a trait. Um, And how can we help to calm the pitta down by doing the complete opposite so cooling a lot of cooling foods you want to eat things like uh, vegetables and fruits that have more water content so fruits like melon right melon um, melon is really good vegetables that are cucumbers zucchini like squash uh, celery like these are water content is high because so much agony what you what you can do you need to pacify the other right so uh, that that's how uh, a pitta by diet through pitta. Now pitta people because they are uh, all always on the go and so goal oriented, they like to function in a very high um, sort of um, competitive environment, right? Because ego, power, you know, they're right. kind of very those kind of people. So. Even exercises, even hatha yoga practices for them would be slow pranayam. Like, you know, very, uh, very slow, gentle yoga. Not too many hundred surya namaskars in a day, right? So that will calm the agni down. You want to do everything that would bring the agni down, right? Um, So the digestion can flow properly. So that's like overall of what a pitta type looks like, right? Or sounds like. And finally, khafa kapha dosha uh, those people are usually uh, the tendencies actually of kapha is very it's like earth earth element right so it's dense it's slow it's heavy right cool cold so a kapha type of a person person with a mind body constitution would usually um, experience depression lethargy sluggishness right because kapha is structure and joints and bones where it's in the body So it's fluid, the fluid in the knee, the synovial fluid, um, uh, you know, around the knee, the fluids in between the vertebrae of the spine. or that's where kapha is, right? And uh, also on the chest. So a lot of people with kapha, they will notice they have sinus issues. They have cardiac issues, heart issues, right? Right. Um, They notice that uh, they are very, very prone to uh, weight gain. But, mm. you know, they gain a lot of weight. The reason that happens is because in the mind, when there is too much uh, uh, imbalance, you tend to emotionally overeat. You tend You're to... Right.
0: I've yeah. heard of this. In psychology, there's some term for this. Okay, I yeah. don't know what it is. it? No. What was that? Leave it I forgot. <laughs> tend
1: to overeat, you know. and <laughs> tend to procrastinate. Kafas are right. very... They tend to procrastinate. They are, they're tired. They're lethargy. Dullness sets in. In their system. Uh, That causes weight gain also. So that's like a basic kapha. So what should a kapha person do to bring themselves into balance when there's predominant uh, kapha in them? There's something called garshana. It's called dry brushing. It's like a brush with a um, natural bristles and you dry brush your system again to activate and release toxins in the system, right? For a kapha person, massaging with mustard oil versus sesame oil for a uh, vata person. Oh. um, coconut oil for a pitta person because the qualities of coconut for example is cooling
0: Oh, okay so right. we can't use any oil that we want uh
1: oh but careful of your constitution right <laughs> okay so uh, if you massage with uh you know uh, with oil now for a kaffa type of person the diet you want to stay away from sweets you want to stay away from anything sweet right okay, okay. you want to have more um those subjees, those proper <laughs> bitter, bitter subjees. I know. I was like, oh my god, you know. But uh, okay. that, that's what it is, and so that that's why you have to understand how you how what what do you do in your daily routine in your day? What are your food habits? What are your uh, mental emotional tendencies, right? Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. when you adjust. And if and it's not that today you have more kapha and you so you stay like that, depending mm-hmm. on this depending on the stress, depending on a lot of factors, things, we keep changing. We keep changing and evolving. So we have to keep changing and evolving even our routine. Mm. Right. And so um, also the, uh, the other uh, Ayurvedic philosophy is about gunas. Everybody's heard about sattva, sattvic lifestyle, you know, you want to be Satvic, right? So Ayurveda talks about the energies similar to the doshas also. There are three gunas, which is sattva, rajas and tamas right people have talked about with tamasic mind you're eating tamasic food right? right so even in our spiritual practice like when we say asato maasad right we're doing that invocation similarly in ayurveda also you want to go from darkness to light you want to go from ignorance to bliss similarly from a tamasic state you want to go to a sattvic state sattva means what it's you are consciousness, right? You're joyful, you're blissful, you're clean, you're pure, right? Um, what are sakthik ways of lifestyle? What you're watching matters, right? It, it Yes, you might not understand it consciously, but it affects your energetic, etheric uh, body, right? So rajasik, for example, rajasik means you are into activity, you are into motion, right? a rajsik person would eat foods like that is leftovers frozen foods sometimes you know all of that kind of um, food you get so caught up in this whole play of all the senses we get distracted you know we watch we binge watch netflix <laughs> and that that is that is a distraction versus instead of listening to something that is high vibrational or you know more motivational or spiritual reading spiritual texts right and Tamsik at the end is things like unfortunately garlic and onions are considered tamasic in nature right i think even even uh, even in, uh, uh, even in uh, Isha, we we tend to eat too much of that kind of foods right um, and so you want to move from a state of tamasic which is again lethargy dullness right you are stuck in your life you are depressed you don't know where to go there is no clarity so by doing satvic kind of living that lifestyle which is by living with nature harmonizing with nature understanding waking up in the morning before sunrise as we all do try to do anyways I I can't say I do it all the time but uh, it it keeps your system going we do Surya Namaskar to connect to the sun Surya Kriya right so all these yoga, meditation, sadhana, eating the right type of foods based on your diet, you know, not having any addictions or indulgence in anything, watching the right type of things—all of these things will raise your vibration, will help you become sattvic and thereby more conscious, more aware, and more closer to achieving our spiritual uh, goals. Right. Right. So that's a basic gist of Ayurveda.
0: Awesome. Awesome, Akka. Yeah. I think- people have some queries also yeah. so there are some wait 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 let me just okay okay i'm getting bouncer after bouncer i think <laughs> okay wait there was some question i just saw okay one akka has said uh, now Pritaka is saying she has been facing ibs but Sadhguru says eat raw more so even in yogic food programs they ask us to eat more raw So how is that? I don't know. Personally, I don't eat that much raw. Sometimes I can't eat. So how does a person decide how much raw they should eat? I think just like you said, one prescription for all might not be the right. It
1: might not work at all. And you might need to finally get yourself, you know, understand your constitution diet. Yes, you can eat raw. Like, for example, like a little bit of soaked raw peanuts that we eat, you know, and with honey um, you can have that but then too much of raw salads and raw food it causes irritable bowel syndrome it causes bloating it causes gas it causes indigestion for sure and so you want you can have it yes but you want to stay away from too much of it either there's nothing that you should completely eliminate right in ayurveda but in moderation that would be my suggestion yeah
0: special tips for students
1: for students, oh I you I wish and I hope that you're doing it at engineering and you're doing a Shambhavi. But for students, you know, um even if you just wake up in the morning and um start this Abhyanga massage, quick oil massage, five minutes, you know, quick oil massage and find and just drink warm water with ginger. It helps your digestion going. Your Agni stays strong, right? And overall, I think spend a lot of time walking outside. A lot of us, even as students, you know, you guys are stuck behind your computers, doing assignments, doing homeworks, as much as possible, take that laptop and go and sit outside if you're in a warmer country. I can't do that because it's minus 20 over here, (laughs) right? And, and the point of Ayurveda is to build ojas. Sadhguru talks about ojas as well, right? And ojas is built through many different ways, right? It's through food. Right? we eating, eat peacefully, sit, eat peacefully. These are things that you start cultivating, create an atmosphere, a conducive environment around you when you're eating or even where you're living, right? Ojas is health- of within yourself right Ojas can be done through lifestyle through food and ayurveda of course there are herbs that a lot of ayurvedic practitioners prescribe when you have a specific uh, th- um, issue but ashwagandha is a very very good herb as well you know don't start taking it if you're not being prescribed but i'm just naming some ashwagandha guduchini these, these are all anti-inflammatory immune boosting herbs that help with reducing stress levels and mental clarity so building ojas is important if a person has depression, then what is its dosha? Most of the time, uh, it would be a kapha dosha. You would have an imbalance of kapha. Too much uh, laziness, too much uh, inability to, uh, you know, pro- as I said, procrastination. Inability to uh, get on and meet your goals. Like You will start a little bit and then you're lazy and lethargy sets in. Because you're eating heavy foods. You're eating fried foods. You're eating oily foods. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> no more fried food. <laughs>
1: Can I stop my WhatsApp?
0: Can I show my early age graying of hair? I am twenty years. So adityana is fifteen years. He also has gray hairs. <laughs> I
1: am not twenty. Yes. <laughs> yes, but if you the, again, you know, um, all of these are side effects, of course. Now sometimes also, but side effects of emotional. Uh, just to understand, you know, how does disease manifest in the body? It starts at an emotional level. When emotions are imbalanced and not adhered to physically diseases start manifesting so how uh, there are uh, there are ways to uh, reduce gray hair by applying topical things but also by eating the right type of foods you will definitely be able to see a difference for sure in everything your skin i uh Anna was just asking me you know what do i put for my skin yes
0: your skincare routine ladies you get the best skincare routine today
1: honestly it's very simple and i'm being very honest i barely put much makeup and i wake up in the morning wash my face um and i put rose water with the cotton rose water with cotton and then just apply ghee the end
0: then do you wash the ghee off after some time or no like skin just...
1: okay. absorbs the ghee in 10 minutes it'll it's just it's good okay five minutes 10 minutes yeah I know a lot of people might have a problem with ghee. So you can put anything, but put natural oil, stay away from all these toxins, right? The more toxins we use through cleaning products, through, um, you know, applying things on our body, you want to stay away from all this, right? It increases ama. What is ama? Toxins, according oh, okay. to okay. okay. Yeah. okay.
0: So the main <laughs> famous question, again, how to reduce tummy?
1: Tummy. <laughs> 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 so yes, so uh, weight loss is a big uh, uh, one in Ayurveda. Even if you start doing very simple things like using CCF tea in the morning, drinking uh, with a boil, boil some water and put coriander, one mm-hmm. tablespoon coriander, one tablespoon cumin seeds and one cable, a tablespoon fennel seeds. Hence CCF, cumin, coriander and fennel. Start incorporating that in your diet every day. And you will start noticing that your the, the water content in your body, the fat is not going to be reduced. You need to do some sort of physical exercise for that. You know, there is no miracle pill or miracle drink for it. Okay. Yeah.
0: So uh, how to overcome heat when we eat peppercorns and honey? It produces heat in our body and we get heat boil. Can you tell how to overcome it? Because I think Sadhana, we are supposed to eat peppercorns yes.
1: and yes. honey. Yeah. I'm doing that. But I think what happens is the heat in the peppercorn actually gets cooled down because you're soaking it overnight in honey. And that's actually why also you're soaking it in honey. So oh. the digestive effect of what we're taking in is not heating the system too much at all.
0: Oh, so that is why they're telling. So there's a science behind that. Huh? I didn't know. I was also thinking why we are soaking it in honey. Yeah. How to gain weight? This is a question. Like a lot of people doing uh, Mahashivratri, sana and like, I'm losing my weight, this diet. So is there something we can do?
1: Yes. Please start incorporating ghee in your diet. Start eating um, a lot of like even milk, ghee, all these things. You know, I think a lot of people have this misconception that, Oh, if I eat too much oiling, oily food, oils or ghee by cooking with it, uh, we will have, it's not good. It's not good fat. You know, I mean, all of this, I think for a many, many years, Um, there was this misconception and people resorted to sunflower oil or coconut oil and started cooking in all of those things, which is fine. But bring ghee back into your diet. Ghee is in Ayurveda is a number one. It nourishes everything. Nourishes your tissues, nourishes your fat, nourishes your skin. So start incorporating ghee. I eat about one liter of ghee a month, if not more.
0: Finally, I get mine. My parents are telling me, you are finishing all the ghee at home. Now I'm happy. It's good.
1: good (laughs) Everywhere. Even, Even... you know, there's, it's called nasya, like nasya oils, People use it to um, mm-hmm. heal their nasal passage. If you don't need any oils, just take ghee, use a cotton bud and just apply it in, you know, in your uh, nose and go to sleep. It will clear off nose, respiratory, throat, everything. But yes, ghee to weight gain.
0: Okay, one Akka is asking any Ayurvedic remedies for irregular menstrual problems.
1: Yes, I should actually talk a lot about that. So irregular menstrual problems are uh, definitely an issue because... A lot of people, as I said, you want to be connected to the cycles of the moon. We don't understand our body, but um, a lot of people have menstrual, premenstrual issues. That is because of pitta dosha. So premenstrual issues are there, uh, painful periods are there. And all of that is because of hormonal imbalances, right? When that sets in, um, a a lot of these menstrual issues start happening. So definitely, um, you need to start, you can start soaking some raisins with saffron like kesar in the morning and you will know and if you do that for a whole month even through your periods you will notice you will not get a lot of pain oh.
0: so, and when should they have it
1: sorry it in the morning first thing yeah. I mean. you can soak three or four raisins and uh, saffron
0: okay. uh, so saikumari is asking any tips for high, hypothyroid people
1: mm, thyroid thyroid is another one where uh, again it's hormonal imbalance again it is pitta dosha right so see there are no i i wish you know i could give a magic pill or say that there are one thing that will solve all oh, no it's a kind right. in a holistic way of everything so again you have to try your best to eat the right foods do the right things you know wake up on time all of us are on instagram scrolling all the way till one o'clock right So uh, that so when there is imbalance in the body, there is going all of these things will start showing up. So the best solution and my best advice is just start understanding your body, right? So for example, I'll give you an example on myself also, right? So one day I ate uh, French fries at nine o'clock in the night. This was before Mahashivratri, okay? And I went to sleep. I was in pain the whole pretty much the whole uh, whole night. You know, I couldn't sleep, and I said, What did I eat? you have to understand what did you eat it's not just aimlessly you know we're watching binge watching netflix and we're eating we don't even know what we're eating so right everything we do has to become more conscious more aware food that we intake ayurveda gives three opportunities to heal your body breakfast lunch dinner whatever you intake through through your food through food it becomes a building block the, those cells become you become the yeah. body so please, uh, again, you know, hormonal imbalances, thyroid issues, menstrual problems, make sure you are bringing your body back into alignment. Please go see an Ayurvedic practitioner and they can probably help you and put you on a proper specific diet because it's not just thyroid that could be an issue. There could be multiple other issues.
0: So uh, so do you contact workshops? People seem to have a lot of doubts. So I think it, they can reach out to you personally somewhere. Do you have a class? Do you contact yeah. something?
1: before covid i was definitely conducting workshops but now through covid um i would be conducting them online so i will keep them posted for sure thank you guys for the interest appreciate it
0: so where they where can they find uh,
1: namaste.ca like- on my website you will start noticing a lot more um yeah i've just again i wish i started doing this earlier but it's start. I'm just starting to you know do a lot more of this so please be patient with me yeah
0: okay so definitely you know you can check out our and check out our instagram at namaste life toronto i put it in the description also and yes Akka. so anything else like uh, you would like to share or something
1: <laughs> i just wish and i pray that everyone has uh, an amazing healthy life and I think it's time you know in this world now it's most relevant more than any other time that we all please go back to our roots you know there's a way to eat there's a way to conduct our lives as conscious and aware as we can continue your sadhana and just just live uh, just be blissed out
0: okay okay, Akha, thank you so much for coming this was really super value adding to me also <laughs> and I'm sure to all the participants who were there on the live so thank you thank you so much namaskaram to everybody thank you so- bye take care bye. okay guys i will be putting this out as a podcast and also on my instagram page so if you want you can check that out there also bye